Hello everyone and welcome to episode 8 of Carry On With Carrie. Today I am so happy to welcome Carly, a good friend of mine, um, to the podcast today. Hi Carly, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, I'm so glad you could join us. Um, I, I just want to kind of give you guys a little um, background about Carly. She's She often says that she's a human being that tries to live as authentically as she can with every passing day. Some of her many accomplishments are having a Bachelor of Science in Chemical Engineering and over an 18-year experience uh, working as an engineer in the Alberta petrochemical and oil and gas industry. That's pretty amazing. Thank you. (laughs) To be a woman in engineering. Yeah, and like 18 years, it's, it doesn't feel like 18 years either. Right. Like that's crazy. Flies. Yeah, Yeah. it does. Yeah. And I, and imagine the, um, some of what you would have had to like 18 years ago as a woman getting into engineering, was it a bit different or has it, it, I didn't have like negative experiences really like I haven't experienced significant adversity in terms of like me being a woman in a male-dominated industry I think it's partly a lot to do with the company that I I work with they they really promote diversity and respect in the workplace so you know there have been a few issues but I don't I don't attribute them to them being rooted in my gender, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, it it is definitely a a male-dominated industry, but um, yeah, it's it's been a really fulfilling career Mm -hmm. and I've I've enjoyed it overall. Yeah. That's really great. Um, And it's good to hear that you have that. I think also too, it it depends on your own, what you give out as well. Yes. You know, what I think we'll probably wind up talking about some of that today. Probably. So some of the other things that Carly's, a few episodes I've I've described, oh, Carly's coming and she's going to be doing body talk. I don't know really how to describe what body talk is, um, but some of her um, kind of what led to this, you're a beautiful wife. Thank to you. a good fella, pretty darn good fella. Um, you've been married for 15 years, but together yeah. for 19. Yes. Um, and you have two children, seven, uh, he's seven yeah. son, yeah. and your daughter's six years old. Yes. So some of your past experiences with um, starting a family, was yeah. there some challenges that, that had happened during that time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, um, we got, we, we got married, um, and then you know we we decided when it felt right to start, you know, growing our family, having children, and it just it didn't happen. And I remember being so angry um, because I felt like I had done everything I was supposed to do. Like I went to university, I I got a good job and you know I met someone and then we we were building this life together and I and I feel like I was always a child that did what I was supposed to do. And if you do what you're supposed to do, then you get what you want to get. Right. So this was really the first experience in my life 
where I I felt that I had done everything that I was supposed to do, so why wasn't I getting the outcome that I wanted? Right. And that's really how I, I, I was introduced to Body Talk because my mom, one of her best friends that she's known since she was a little girl, so Susan is her name, she's known me my entire life, right? Because yeah. my mom and her knew each, my mom and Susan grew up together. Okay. And my mom had said, you need to go see Susan and have like this body talk session. And I was like, what, like, what the heck is body talk? And then I was like, oh, mom, don't tell me what to do. You know? Of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, but I went and eventually, because I, I trusted her and I, I don't know, it just kept coming into my awareness. If I, and if I've learned anything is that when something keeps coming into your awareness, that's the universe nudging you to say, this, this is going to be in your highest good. So I went and I just remember leaving that session and it was like, she picked up on stuff that like I hadn't told anybody. And not even that they were like traumatic, but they were more along the lines of hopes and wishes and dreams that I'd had. And I didn't pursue them because engineering was going to be a good career path. I would be financially secure. So I gave up some creative things, dreams that I had had. And, but body talk brought it up. It's like, yeah. Wow. So, so that's pretty powerful, really. Like, yeah. The fact that you can, I mean, at the time you did what you were, like you said, that was all the, the smart, made yeah. sense answers. Yeah. Yeah. So body talk came in then. And how did that, um, how did that shift for you at that moment? Yeah. So, I mean, so that was in 20, oh, when was it? 2010-ish would have been when I had that first session. Might have been 2011. And I mean, we didn't have our son until 2015. So it, it wasn't an immediate shift, but okay. I, I had to do a lot of work. I, I, at looking back, okay. I understand why it took the amount of time that it took because I, I mean, this was years of, of kind of not following dreams and stuffing down stuff. And then, um, body talks started to, uh, dissolve some of that. Maybe that's the best way for me to describe it. So maybe, maybe I should explain what body talk is. So, sure, <laughs> so, that would be that's great. Like, yeah. so body talk is, it's often referred to as an energy-based healing modality. But ultimately, what it actually is, is it's, it's rooted in consciousness. And, I, you know, whenever I hear the word consciousness, it's like, okay, what does consciousness really mean? Mm -hmm. We can say, oh, I'm conscious of this or I'm conscious of that. But con a consciousness-based modality recognizes that everything is connected. And... Consciousness is also really quantum physics. So again, the engineer in me was like, oh, this is like consciousness is quantum physics, which is the understanding that everything is connected. Right, which is mind-blowing all in itself, just that whole statement. It, it, it is. Yeah. So if everything is truly connected, like 
What that means is that at a quantum level, every cell in my body knows what every other cell in the universe is doing at, at every moment in time. So essentially, all you need then, the wisdom exists everywhere to have these things in life that you want. Right. But it's our... It's, it's usually, it lives in the mind. It lives in the subconscious mind, usually where the blocks are. It's, it's the subconscious mind. It's the ego living there. And the ego is an amazing thing because it is always trying to protect you. Right. It is, but it is most of the belief systems that we have, that we go through life, that govern everything that we do, are created by the time we're seven years old. Okay. So our perception of reality from zero to seven is a little bit different than when you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50. Right. And sometimes those belief systems that are rooted in like a six-year-old's awareness are not going to serve the 30-year-old version. Right. So, so you're I, stuck, is yes. what you're saying, you're stuck there because it served you at one point. Yes. Okay. So body talk, it so lovingly embraces the ego, the subconscious mind, creates a safe place so that, and it lets the ego know that you don't need to hold on to this belief system anymore. It's not serving you. Okay. Yeah. So when you say ego, um, oftentimes it can... A lot of people will, I said people again, I keep doing oh. that. <laughs> but it, it um, ego can be looked at as a negative thing, but I feel like you just put a bit of a loving, like yeah. to give self-love is yeah. to realize that it's okay to give that love. There's a reason why you had it. Yes. Okay. And, and really, and the best way to help the ego to understand that it doesn't need to hold on to that belief system for dear life anymore is through love. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just, that so far, see, this is all just so exciting to me. There's, um, so much to learn about this and I'm sure again, it's one of those things where you could, we could sit and talk for hours. So mm -hmm. it might be a couple of times if you're ever willing to come back, I always put that out there, <laughs> but, um, I guess because of what we're doing, um, with this podcast is we're looking at mental health. Yeah. and how it affects you and and how would body talk correlate along with that with mental health and with with getting better with wellness with yeah I mean hmm how do I answer that so I feel and you know please tell me if if this is not resonating or if I'm going down the wrong path here and I'm out to lunch because I experienced, you know, um, fertility conception challenges, right? Yes. Which definitely did impact my mental wellness. 100%. Um, but I've never experienced, like, a deep depression. Um, so I just want to be very aware that that people, that you understand that. Right. Um, and I, I appreciate that. And that's the thing with mental health is it could be, it has such a wide spectrum. spectrum. You don't have to be in the dip depths of despair right. to have had, that's why I want to do this because you're not like so many people, almost everybody has 
a time in their life yeah. where it's not as yeah and wonderful as it could be exactly <laughs> so I feel like um sometimes I feel like when I do get frustrated with the state of of life you know because while I don't have you know extreme challenges I do have day-to-day challenges like a seven and six-year-old don't always do what I want them to do yes. at the time right so I feel like how body talk can can help and how it's certainly helped me is it's helped me understand that embracing the moment and embracing reality because I feel like so much of when I get frustrated is when my expectation is unrealistic for what the reality is so I feel like what it but what that does is that is the universe sending you a trigger Mm -hmm. because there's again there's a belief system that you're holding that is creating that mismatch between like why can't you love the moment Right. Like, why can't I love the moment of my, we were down in, in the library picking out books and I'm like, we got to get up here. Why can't I just love the moment that they are being a seven and six year old enjoying the space they're in? Right. I was putting this expectation that we have to be somewhere by a certain time. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't loving the moment. So I feel like body talk helps you to get get more into the heart and loving the moment and I still need reminders to do that right (laughs) I don't know if that answered your question at all Carrie oh of course it did because that's that's where I mean um and I I'm hoping we can get into kind of um I know breaking down um how you find out about different areas of the body and what needs work and um, and that can correlate right there. If you're having problems with your liver, if you're having problems with your digestive system, yep. all of that can lead to maybe that's why your your mood levels are different or your hormonal levels are different. That's a that's a, an excellent observation because it's true. Like because if you're expecting health and you're not experiencing health, that can create yeah um, anxiety, depression, um, fear, worry, grief emotions right and emotions are meant to be in motion so getting them moving and and body talk that's a bit of a tangent here but popped into my awareness and body talk also is about getting things moving again right and when those emotions are moving and they're not stagnant that's also very healthy right so when you say it could moving could it be crying Oh yeah, experiencing the emotion. Right. Well, I'm good at moving my emotions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm yeah. I'm I'm generally yeah. And and like every emotion has a purpose. Yes. And I remember when that was introduced to me in body talk, it was like a light bulb just went off. Like particularly anger. Like, and I feel like anger is so misunderstood in our society. Anger, the healthy expression of anger is to get us to move. It's to make us like not happy with our current situation so that we actually do something about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. We've always put it. There's a reason for all of our feelings, what our emotions. Yes. You actually brought up that when you were having a difficult time conceiving. Yeah. 
um, that you were angry. Oh yeah, I was I was pissed. Yeah. Like yeah. Did you feel guilty for being pissed? Did you feel? You know what I mean? No. It just it just was. That's how you felt, and you went yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just really angry, but I, looking back, that anger got me to do something about it and not just like the western medical model I did feel supported by it but it's a lot of you know take this drug do this treatment do this and and those hormonal drugs also create a bit of a like create a roller coaster so um being able to integrate some other modalities that were not drugs was just really I I remember feeling very supported right yeah and who was it that how did you I know that your mom introduced you to someone that practiced body talk yeah Um, how was it that you went about learning and um, getting into it yourself so I'm very curious Mm -hmm. and I left a few sessions and I was like, I don't understand how she can, you know, link my ovary to my liver, to my, you know, lung, tap my head, tap my heart, tap my abdomen, and all of a sudden my morning waking temperatures are normal. Oh, wow. Like, Mm -hmm. I could not, like, literally I would have a session and my temperatures were all over the map. And then I would have a week of temperatures, basal, like basal body temperatures of exactly where they're supposed to be. Right. And, and so I was curious, like, I just can't wrap my head around how this works. Mm-hmm. And so I started studying it myself because I, maybe it's the engineer in me. I just want to know how things work. And I started studying it myself. And the more that I understood about it, the more that I just had to learn more and more and more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now you mentioned the tapping. Like I know that yes. I've been taught with um, a few different, like I go through EMDR. Okay. Um, I know that's a bit different, but she'll also do the tapping with me. And I don't know if it's exactly the same kind of thing, but it's it basically gets you to... to um, take a negative thought and almost retrain your brain away from it kind of like okay. it, it's I, I can't I I'm not an EMDR specialist so yeah. I can't exactly tell you exactly what it's it does it seems to be helping but yeah. um hopefully I'll have another episode about all that too but yeah. um can you tell us what the tapping and like exactly what it is that you are curious about yeah is there a way to describe that for people to make sense I will give it a try. Okay, <laughs> so um, what what they tell us when we take the, the training is that the act of tapping the brain is you're creating a frequency, like a standing wave almost, if you will. So you tap the head and that is engaging the brain brain, like okay. where the, the mind, where the ego, where the subconscious, the conscious mind is living. So you tap and you create this standing wave, which is in the frequency of the formula, the items that have just been identified that need to be linked together. Because right. that's what a formula, a body talk formula is. It's identifying what, what um, 
what things within the body and the mind complex need to be reconnected, like establish communication so that uh, you're creating that standing wave so that something different, a different experience of reality, diff- shedding of belief systems, whatever it is. So you create that standing wave by tapping the brain, which is in frequency with that formula that you've just uncovered. And then you tap over the heart because the heart is really the master. The heart is the emperor on the throne. It is the one that is supposed to be in lead. The brain is meant to be the servant of the heart. It often wants to be the master though. So you tap the heart and that's often like pressing the save button on your computer. It's like brain, tune into this frequency, heart, save it, and emperor on the throne. And then you tap over the gut brain, the stomach, because that's where the gut brain is. So the three brains, you're engaging all three brains, Mm -hmm. which aids in the integration and the storage of that formula so that it it stays with that body mind complex. Wow. That's how I that's how I think of it. And it's a bit of what what our textbook says and then it's also a little bit of how I think I've chosen to how it resonates with me. Yeah. Well, it's fu- it's actually funny that I talked to somebody recently about she's had many concussions and she just she described um, exactly that the she didn't describe the heart as okay. a brain, but the, the brain brain. Yeah. And that your stomach, when you have a concussion, your stomach takes over for your brain because it's like your other brain. And I was like, okay, I don't really understand that, but yeah. is this kind of... That is not that shocking at all. No. no, not shocking at all. Um, yeah, the three brains, they're all connected. And studies, I wish I could reference the exact study, but... I'm going to trust that the body talk instructors they've done mm-hmm. that I've studied under and they reference studies that these are true and real. Um, but they they say there is such um, science, medical science is finding such a connection between the gut brain and the brain brain. And I think that we are also seeing that with so much emphasis on like probiotics and healthy digestion is a healthy help supports the healthy like a healthy body and there there is like that gut brain connection i i do believe it it's it's real and i am trying to even think of i've read a bunch of books but none of them are popping in as as a great example to support right what i'm stating but yeah, yeah, we can always throw them in later. Okay. And I can even put them in a description at some point. And yeah. If people have or would like to, any references. Yeah. Um, I, I guess when you think about it, when they talk about mental health, they, you know, proper nutrition, sleep, um, exercise, again, that's all of those things that when you think about it, it doesn't, it's not so far reaching to think that, well, yeah, that's, yeah, this is a huge part, like your stomach, your heart, your, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, so I just find all this so fascinating. Yeah. It's there, so I did have to ask you, you, you had mentioned that your children, um, when they're not feeling all that 100%, yeah, they come and ask you for something called Cortices? Cortices. Cortices. Yeah. Okay. I know I've yes. heard you said that be- say that before, and I couldn't yeah. remember how to say it. So, cortices. Now, 
Can you explain that? Yeah, so it is such a fundamental technique in body talk, and actually most body talkers do it every day, I would say, and I know I teach all of, like, if someone comes as a client, there's a good chance I'm teaching them because it's something you can do every day, and it builds upon the previous day's um, courtesies that you did. So what it is is it's a brain balancing technique. So it balances out the left and the right sides of the, the brain, the left and the right hemisphere, and it, it provides a level of calm. It's like brain, it's like it tells, it's saying brain calm down. And even as I do it, that's, that's like the mantra that I'm saying. It's like I'm doing courtesies and if I feel overwhelmed, mm -hmm. I will sit and I will do courtesies and I'm, it's like brain calm down. So you, you, you engage those hemispheres and also the limbic brain, which is the emotional brain. You're getting all the way down to the reptilian brain. Um, as well as the, the cortex, mm -hmm. hence cortices. So oh, okay. it's, yeah, it's, it's such a fundamental technique and I think it's, yeah. And it's so simple and it takes like 30 seconds. Right, and it is simply, do you have to tap, like you said with the- You, yeah, you, yeah, I know we're, we're on a podcast, but yeah. what you do is you start at the, the back of the brain. Um, the nape? The, the nape of the neck is a great description and you place a hand it's like you, you cradle the back of your head, making sure you're touching both the left and the right hemisphere. And then with an open, open hand, your other hand, you would tap over your head, your heart, and your abdomen. And that way, what you would do is you would walk your hand up one position so that you're cradling again the back of your head, but one hand positioned higher. Right. And then tap your head, tap your heart, tap your abdomen. And then you you do all the positions. The crown of your head. The up. crown of your head all the way up to the forehead. You do want to cover the eyebrows. Tap head, tap heart, tap abdomen. And once you've done all those positions, then you take both hands and on either side of your head. So you're going to be like right above the ear, basically, okay. yep. covering that limbic brain, which is the sides of the head. You cover that and I sit here for a few breath cycles to establish that energetic connection because our hands do create a magnetic pole. Right. And then what I do is I release both hands and then with one hand I tap my head, the other hand I tap my heart, and then that hand that's tapping the head, I then bring it down and touch, tap the abdomen. Okay, and that's that. That's that. Wow. That's it. So I don't know, I'll be curious to hear people who are just hearing it if, if, if the, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way to uh, even... Oh, I should give you a link yeah. to the video on the Body Talk website. That and would be perfect. Yes. If you have that available, I, do. I can put that with this and it would work great. Yeah. Okay. And like literally 30 seconds. And I've even done it, you know, in the bathroom, you know, like... Yeah. Whatever. Wherever you have Wherever. a Wherever. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've gotten over the fact that if somebody's watching me and thinks what the hell is she doing right yeah. now i don't care <laughs> i feel like at, you're probably thinking well, i want to know what she's doing yeah right i feel like at my engineering job people who know me like if they walk by and they see me tapping it's like oh that's just carly doing her tappy stuff right. you know like yeah. well and that was something i was given at a previous job it was such a high anxiety job that mm. she, i was given these tapping yep and I, I can't remember how it even went but you were i was supposed to tap like 
this shoulder, yeah. that shoulder, and all these things. And, and my therapist at the time says, well, you may not want to do it, like, in front of other people. So then you can do it, like, a spot that's not as obvious. Yeah. And I wound up doing it that way anyways. Yeah. Because it helped. Yeah. It worked. And it, it took my brain to a healthier spot. Yeah. Right? took me out yeah. of the anxiety. And probably out of the, the sympathetic and into the parasympathetic. And right. that's also what it, yeah, what it can support. Okay. Yeah. Now, is there... Um, is there a way that, is there, what would be something important for you to really get out there as far as how body talk can help someone? Mm. What, um, if somebody says, comes to you and they've been experiencing symptoms from their diabetes, yeah. for instance, is this something that you can um, help with? Is there, like... Yeah. So, um do I believe body talk can help diabetes? I do. I think that every practitioner is going to have kind of their niche, mm -hmm. the yeah. like you know the the things that that they're most comfortable with. Um, so me in particular, probably not the best fit for diabetes. Okay. But um, you know, I think that a lot of us we are happy to refer to people who can. But knowing like diabetes, it is blood sugar right. right so some of the things that and it doesn't mean that I couldn't do a session for them mm -hmm. and and I if they resonated with me I absolutely would yes and um anyway so I digress but diabetes is blood sugar yes. so where my mind would initially go is so the pancreas and um the pancreas is all about like the, it's like the sweetness of life so there's there's always when when somebody has a condition like diabetes or um, something with their liver, something with like their stomach, asthma, asthma, lungs, there is a consciousness underpinning that organ right. or that endocrine or that body part. Mm -hmm. So what tends to happen is these things don't happen to individuals by mistake. There, there are belief systems. Again, it comes back to belief systems. So if somebody has diabetes and they, if they were on my, my table, um, it wouldn't shock me that we, if we got taken to the pancreas and the consciousness of the sweetness of life, do you allow yourself to enjoy the sweetness of life? Or do you restrict yourself from enjoying the sweetness of life? There's probably something something to do there mm -hmm. and there could be active memories from childhood that are trigger triggering um yeah i mean there's so many different places you could go and then likewise if like asthma the ability like the lungs are where one of the places where we process grief oh, okay. so there could be something around do you allow yourself and grief the purpose of grief is to allow us to dissipate active memories enough so that where we end up is gratitude. So I would probably kind of ask some questions around, do you allow yourself to let go? Mm -hmm. Do you, have you, is there something you're not grieving? Is there, um, how, how easily do you find yourself the ability to be grateful? Like, right. like, the, 
the body is always giving us clues mm -hmm. about what is being held, what belief systems the ego is holding on to again for dear life. Right. That if if there's an awareness that this is causing discomfort for them, then that's the universe saying, you're ready to let that belief system go. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's basically what it is then. Each body, each organ holds on to um, an emotion. Well, yeah. Yes. That, am I getting that right? Or? Yes, because traditional Chinese medicine, every, like all the meridians, mm -hmm. They like you've got the kidney meridian, the bladder, like all the organs are are a meridian, and every meridian is governed by an emotion. Okay. So like um, anger, like liver and gallbladder are anger, um, and what that means is that like anger kind of gives animation to that meridian. That and when you experience anger, if you don't process it in a healthy way and you stuff it down. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen is it actually goes to, it goes to the diaphragm to try to be released, and then if if the diaphragm to intestines connection is not, if the intestines aren't willing to take it and let it go, mm -hmm. it then goes says to the diaphragm, no, this anger, we, I can't get rid of it. So then the diaphragm is going to say, okay, liver, you're all about the consciousness of the liver is planning and organizing. So the that anger is going to go to the liver. For the liver, the liver's gonna say, okay, I need to figure out where to put this anger. The first place it's gonna look to send that anger is the liver or the gallbladder meridian. And as long as there's space along that meridian, that's where anger is going to go okay. and be stored until something happens in their life that loosens it and brings it back to the diaphragm for an opportunity to actually process it and let it go. Okay. And when you say when something happens in their life to let it go, are you talking about a major experience, a healing, a, just any number of things? Could be. Okay. Yeah. It could be a crisis mm -hmm. or it could be a yin yoga session right? or it could be a meditation. It could be the simplest thing. It could be. It could be a walk outside. Okay. But the body, the body and the universe are always happening for you. So it's going to know that moment when, okay, this can mobilize again mm -hmm. and the body is in a better place to process it and let it go. Right. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's beautiful, actually. Um, <laughs> I, what about, okay, so skin. Your skin is an organ. Yes. Now, somebody, a, a younger adult that, is um, suffering from acne or gets yeah. burnt easily. I mean, just sensitive skin, any yeah. of those kinds of things has allergic reactions. Um, let's work with acne in yeah. particular. Is there something that that's mm -hmm. correlated yeah. from? Um, so any kind of eruption is anger. Okay, also. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I've, I've said what the healthy expression is, movement. Right. The unhealthy expression of anger is explosion. So that could be your appendix bursting, that could be your gallbladder acting up, it could be like an outburst of verbal, it could be acne on the skin mm -hmm. coming out, it's, it's an eruption of some kind. Right. Yeah. So how would you, in that instance, how would you um, help somebody get 
Is that something that's doable? To, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I... I'm biased. Right. <laughs> I think that body can body talk can could help to support anything. Can you give us an example of how you would do that? Oh. Is that too hard to ask? I don't know. I mean, it? like the thing with a for a body talk formula for each person is it's so individualized. Right. Like it's going to be what what that person needs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be let's say there is a bit of a food intolerance like dairy. Mm-hmm. Um one of the things that I could get taken to is body chemistry. Oh, I should say the first thing we do in Body Talk is I check permissions. Do I have permission to work with this person on all levels? And we could come up with, there could be a subconscious resistance that we need to clear before I I can proceed. Mm -hmm. So I, so that, but let's say someone is presenting with, with acne and it's really, it's affecting them. Like they're, their mental, emotional, like, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, it. It can be devastating for people who have it severe. Um, you know, one of the things that's very possible is if there is a food intolerance, let's say it's dairy, I would get taken to body chemistry intolerance. I would find out, is it a physical? Is it a physical intolerance? Is it a mental intolerance? Is it a spiritual? Like, on what level is this intolerance? Let's say we get taken to, no, it's a physical. Okay, is it food? Yeah, it's food. Okay, what are the common culprits? Oh, dairy. Oh, yeah, dairy is. Okay, so there's there's an intolerance. It doesn't mean you're allergic, but there is an intolerance here. Right. Um, it's very possible then that I would need to link to the gut microbiome, find out maybe there is an imbalance. We don't have enough like H. pylori or something. Um, and what is that? Oh, it's, uh, it's one of the... it's one of the good bugs of the microbiome that everything needs to be in the proper balance okay. and if everything is in the proper balance of the good bacteria then then the guts are amazing right when there's an imbalance though it can throw everything off so there's um mutualists okay of the gut microbiome and these are the ones that in a good balance a good good harmony, you're good. So mutual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's say H. pylori came up, we need to link. Let's say it's maybe in excess and it's causing that ratio to be off. Okay. Then we need to bring that down and then you might get taken to, you know, conscious, a consciousness item of what could be something that we get taken to, um, you know, a consciousness of the bladder, which could, there could be fear, fear of something and, you know, fear that you're going to break out again or uh, like you, you don't know, right? So right. it could create this, this terrible cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's the say, bones connected to that. yes, yeah. yes. And then that, that could be the formula mm-hmm. that could be it. And then um, once you uncover all of the connections, all the links, then then you'll kind of get to a dead end and then it's like, okay, nothing further. Okay, is implementation the priority? Yes. Tap out the priority? Yes. And then you that's when you would proceed to tap the head, the heart, and the abdomen. Okay. And then observe. Right. See, see what happens. And spontaneous healing can occur. Mm-hmm. I believe that that's possible. I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, sometimes it also takes a bit of time. Right. 
So is that now, so to put into practice some of the things that um, would lead to all this, to the healthy, mutual relationships between your body parts, I guess, is the best way to put it, but um, is that different practices such as um, staying in the now, meditation, any of that kind of stuff, or is it something that you do think you need to actually kind of put in check with something like body talk once in a while? Like, is there an easy answer to that? Like, if you're very conscious, like you said, everything has an energy. And oh, I get, I get what you're asking. Um, sense? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I think I get where yeah. I get what you're asking. Um, and hopefully I do, and I respond in a. And if not, I probably didn't make much sense. No, it's all good. Um, so. Like if, if let's, I think what your question is, if someone is always present, always living in the now, um, or is this it? Yeah, just not even always. Okay. But if you feel, like I know for myself, when I start to feel a shift in my energy, in fact, we brought that up today before yeah. we started recording. I said, is there something funky going on right now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Where everybody's moods are a little bit off and all that. So if you come become a little bit more aware of yourself, yeah, within yourself, not all the time because it's I think that's impossible unless you're like unless you're like a Buddha. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I bet they even have some days. <laughs> I hope so, but I I actually I don't like an enlightened person mm-hmm. like is in enlightened like and yeah, anyway, I, that's a whole other conversation. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Um, for like a regular person, when you start to feel your mood, yeah, like, like being shift. impacted, is there something going on? Yeah, I would say there there is. Mm-hmm. And whether you are conscious of it or not, because it might even be, I think, you know, when you mentioned that before we started, my response was, well, the planets are like in a lot of squares right now. And... We have a lot of planets in fixed signs right now, which is a lot of, um, can be a bit stubborn. Mm -hmm. And By fixed, you mean there's no movement at all? They're very stuck? Yes, very stuck and like kind of tunnel vision. It's like, this is is how things need to be done and not a lot of flexibility. Right. And when you say signs, we're talking about... Oh, I'm talking about astrological. Right. Just so we... Yes. Thank you. Yes, sorry. I've been studying astrology lately, which... The planets are part of body talk as well. Right. So it's actually deepening my understanding, and that's why planets actually come up a lot more in my sessions lately okay. because I, I feel like I understand them better and they have so much meaning for me now. So I guess back to your question. Sorry. Nope. I'm really bad for that. But, no, it's okay. That's um, why I love this because I love conversation that just goes just from goes. one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So when you start to feel in a bit of a funk, that's a great opportunity to tune in, like, what what is the universe trying to nudge me mm-hmm. like to tell me do have i been overworking myself have i not been resting am i feeling fulfilled in my dreams and my desires and yeah because i i don't know that in this human experience we're supposed to be happy every moment and actually one of my instructors in body talk said that like she doesn't believe that we're supposed to always experience highs of life because if you only experience the highs of life and you draw those highs in life 
um, together, what you end up getting is a flat line. And if you're in an operating room, you do not want to see a flat line. What does that mean? That means you're dead. Right. So I don't think that as a human in this human experience on planet Earth, Mm -hmm. that we're supposed to only experience highs. We are, I think we are supposed to experience lows, but it's the resiliency. How, How are we able to pull ourselves out either on our own or with support, mm-hmm. um, tools, and everybody's gonna find the tool that works for them, I, I hope anyway, mm-hmm. so that you can get back and then you can have appreciation for that that challenging, that dip, right? Right, right, and I think that's the thing is, you know, if, if, if you're happy all the time, you wouldn't know what sorrow was and you wouldn't know if sorrow if you were sorrow all the time you wouldn't know what happy was and so it's that balance it's always trying to figure out a balance of yeah like whether you're it's for eating or exercise or whatever it is it's all about balance yeah and um and that's why i think it's so important to get out to to more people some of these like i would have never known about body talk until i met you yeah. And I want others to find out it could be for me it's a multiple there's a m- multiple amount of things that have helped me. Yeah. I meditation, um reading, uh podcasts. I have a therapist. I have I'm in AA, I think I told you that. I've got this beautiful meditation group. There's so many different things. I'm st- I've started hypnotherapy. I've had a body talk session with you. I've done um, with Tabitha. We did Mm -hmm. the Akashic Records. Um, It's a whole bunch of things put together that maybe you just pick something out of each little one. Yeah. And maybe it won't resonate with somebody. Yeah. Right? So you give it a try. It's just knowing that there are the options available. Absolutely. So how, okay, if... We will give out your information um, mm-hmm. as to you know how to get a hold of Carly if you have any questions about either booking for yeah. a body talk session or finding out more about it. Is that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and one other thing that I was gonna that you know I thought of as you were sharing is that every every practitioner does have a different style, a different flavor, and. You know, I do, and I, I always tell people when they come to me, you know, if if this doesn't resonate with you or if you do, if it does, you know, whatever, like, great. But keep, like, don't don't write off body talk as a whole. Like, right, right. like another practitioner's with their experience, like, I, 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 I did come through an engineering background. I am dominant, very left brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I am embracing that right brain, but so my style is going to be different than, you know, someone else. And I think the universe, like, the universe is telling you which practitioner. And I always tell my clients, they're like, oh, when should I come back? It's like, well, like, I, body talk doesn't prescribe, so I can't tell you when to come back. Mm-hmm you will know like the universe will tell you you'll just be going about your day and you'll think of me Mm -hmm. that's the universe telling you or that simple that's it's that simple yeah Yeah. see that's the thing we always uh, last week we talked to Jen and it's the overcomplication of such a simple answer most of the time yeah right 
And um, yeah, just th that little bit of intuition that you have, which is the universe, just trying yep. to tell you, hey, little nudge, nudge. Yeah. Right? Oh, my foot hurts. Well, why does my foot hurt? Because, yep. right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, we can all relate to that. Where I an ache so. or a pain will just start today. Well, why? Why yep. did that hip just start? Well, did I bend funny? Did I, is it because I'm getting older? Like, yep. what's happening? But oftentimes, it just, sometimes it'll just magically disappear. Yep. So what did you fix or change to make that happen without even realizing you did it? Yeah. Am I on the right track? Totally. Okay. All you need for something to change mm -hmm. is observation. Right. That's it. Like, really. Well, and yeah, and I, I just love talking about this stuff. It's awesome. I, um, like you said, different. you could have a therapist and you go to them for a while and you realize, you know, this just is not working for me. Yeah. You wind up, okay, well, I'm going to try another one. Yeah. It winds up being the best fit ever. You could go through, but you could also go through 10 different traditional therapists. Mm -hmm. um, and you still might not find the right one. But you still, it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's it, even within one practice, it's still about the universe to me. Because yeah. I, I know for me right now, I feel like it's been aligned that I've wound up with the help that I've been so long I've been looking for for, mm -hmm. for so long and it's it's almost like I've been fit with these certain characters that are really um, working together yeah. does mm -hmm. also does that make sense absolutely yeah. so that's kind of how I'm yeah picking up what you're kind of yeah yeah putting down <laughs> yep <laughs> like a complete week but anyways yeah picking up my husband always says you're picking up what i'm swathing oh, <laughs> oh that's good farming farming background right. reference yes yeah. oh that's good yeah um is there anything okay i've been asking everybody um what uh, first of all is there anything about body talk that you would really like to leave everybody with and that might be a very general, wide question, but is there something that you find? I feel like I've talked so much like about a lot of things about it. I think that the biggest thing for me, it's I find it's such a gentle, loving modality mm -hmm. that is really about coming back to to letting the heart be the leader. Yeah. The the mind is a wonderful servant and a terrible master. So um, to me, body talk supports the, in a very loving way, um, calming that ego, calming that mind so that it doesn't feel like it needs to be the master. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Um, I do have, I, I want to ask, and I've been asking everybody this, what is the one, um, the last best thing that you can do at bedtime mm. before you hit, your head hits the pillow every night? Breathe. Yeah. Breathe in, breathe out, bring awareness to the breath. Um, allow that diaphragm to rise and fall and massage those internal organs. A full breast cycle allows the um, all of the energetic things like meridians, chakras, 
to be scanned. It just, like, what is that saying? Perfect breath, perfect health. Like, just breathe. It's that, again, Yeah. That simple, just breathe. It's that simple. And it yeah. sounds like such a silly thing to say to people sometimes, but uh, it is literally, and I think I forget to breathe sometimes. I think we all do. I think we all do. <laughs> so we just need to breathe. Yep. Right? Well, this has been wonderful. Um, I thank you so much again for being here. I, You're welcome. Carly has such a busy life, and like I said, she's she's got two young kids, and I, I said to her, her husband came by to get them before he left. Yeah. I said, well, thanks for lending me your, your beautiful wife and um, your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> but I said, I'll be home yeah. in plenty of time to put you to bed. That's so, right. Yeah. So I appreciate you taking the time out to... Yeah to talk to everybody and just give a little bit more insight as to what you do and maybe we can have a body talk session one time on on I don't know if that's something that you can can do or if that's if that's well, a hard thing to I get can across. tune oh I don't know no body talk sessions are done by distance all the time okay. I listen to a lot of audio body talk sessions um yeah, I think it's possible. Okay, well, we'll and talk. We'll yeah. talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and thank you. Thank you for for inviting me. This has been a real pleasure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And Carly's amazing. She's, we've hung out now a few times. We went to the art museum together, yeah. what, about a month and a half yeah. ago? Yeah. Just beautiful. Like, stuff like that is just, you know, making your mind healthy and yeah it, for me it was a new I hadn't done that for a long time so almost like a new experience again yeah. and just made me very happy so anyways so today and um I just wanted to end on a note of just letting everybody know that I am not a mental health expert um I this is meant this podcast is meant to come from the perspective of just experiences that I've had and um, the experiences of those that are sharing. Um, if there's anything that anybody is interested in hearing more about, please um, just send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at carry on with carry on with Carrie podcast underscore podcast and Facebook carry on with Carrie. Uh, and yeah, just give me a listen on Spotify. Give me a follow and. Just share the podcast if you can. I just want to make a difference one person at a time. If it if it helps one person, that's that's the goal I'm reaching for. So, thank you again, and have a great 24 hours. <laughs>